0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Engage on UMFM 101.5. It is our community-oriented podcast where we interview and engage with different organizations, individuals, and people who are bringing the city to life and engaging in multiple ways uh, that make the city really what it is. So today for our episode, we would like to welcome on Arts Junction. I had the pleasure of working with Arts Junction last year. Uh, and i 'll tell you that just in that experience alone, um, you know it was through a summer summer job and I s- saw so much that they had done for the community. I saw so much. Such a vibe that I think belongs in many spaces here in Winnipeg and something that lots of people, lots of establishments can learn from. And so we really wanted to amplify them and bring them to the table and let them introduce themselves. So they are a creative reuse depot. They're a social enterprise. They're really by the community, for the community. Big advocates for harm reduction, safer spaces, and just erasing barriers for people. So without uh, further ado, welcoming on Helga and as well as Lou from Arts Junction. Hello.
1: Hi. Hello.
2: (laughs) How have your guys' days been?
1: My day's been really nice. I was at the depot earlier. I had in the two kind of staff members that that we have on right now. And yeah, it was really lovely. We started off the day with a donation from the Louis Riel School Division, um, which was really incredible. And a couple more meetings about some of the upcoming initiatives that we have going on over the course of the summer and the next couple of weeks yeah so it was really it was a nice day for me and now i'm kind of sitting outside the rain just passed i can see the sun streaking through it's it's no complaints from my end
2: <laughs> great awesome to hear mention the team that you have currently um how long have you guys been uh with the team
1: I've been working at Arts Junction for about three years. I started off in the kind of workshop coordinator slash art hive facilitator role. And then Lou and I stepped into our positions as co-executive directors officially almost a year ago, unofficially a year and a half ago.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I've been working with Arts Junction for four years now. I was hired on as the community outreach coordinator and like now yeah of course just this past year taking more on like in this pandemic Helga and I we are now co-executive directors uh yeah that's that's my role.
0: (laughs) Awesome yeah no that's that sounds super great and when I was there uh, we were just part of the green team and I worked along a couple of super great individuals as well so I know that you guys are kind of always having volunteers through and kind of you know community people that are there for it so i know it's it's always such a such a great energy down there with the team and everything so that's awesome
1: thanks i'm so glad that was your experience <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it,
3: feel, it feels so wild like a year ago that you were hanging out with us and yeah it's just it, it so wild <laughs>
0: yeah so much time already has gone past it's crazy mm-hmm so I did want to ask you guys about Arts Junction. I, of course, you know, know about exactly what you guys sort of do with the community and the things you have there, how the operation works. But what exactly is the process of Arts Junction? What do you guys do? What do you offer for the community?
1: Yeah, we do a number of things. So we first and foremost are a Creative Reuse Depot. So we bring in materials from the community to redistribute back to the community. So we bring in materials from businesses, from organizations, from schools, from, yeah, just anyone. And then we provide it back to the community at take what you need, pay what you can rate. So we want to make sure that finances aren't a barrier to anything that we do at Arts Junction. And we want to make sure that we're supporting the community and the environment. And so we're really interested in providing opportunities for folks to reimagine materials that would otherwise be destined for the landfill and and so we also activate those materials through producing kits through producing programming we partner with other organizations to provide them support in whether that's through materials for their programming that are recycled materials so therefore yeah reusing and and reimagining in a creative kind of way we also partner to run workshops we um we bring in artists to activate the space yeah those are of like the main things but everything's a little bit different and a little more expansive in the pandemic as we're pivoting and reimagining and constantly kind of evolving with the climate but typically when there's not a pandemic going on our doors are open and people can peruse through our depot and gather supplies again at take what you need pay what you can kind of rates
0: Mm, that's so wonderful no absolutely i think that's so needed too and for any artists People uh, involved in the arts, crafts, that just love, you know, love that kind of stuff. Please, please go there. Like, they have literally everything and anything that you might need or want to find to use for your crafts, which is Absolutely incredible. And I think it's needed in our communities just to have a depot like that. You know, I'm sure that we have some big box stores, you know, there's Michael's and there's our Walmarts and things like that. But to have the really community oriented place that artists can come down to as the community hub is so important and I think it thrives. Where's Arts Junction located? I know it's in the exchange here. But if you wanted to let people know where they could come down to visit you guys,
3: yeah. So we're located at three twelve William Avenue, right across from New River College. And I think just going off of what Halga was saying is that I feel like our organization having art is like we want like have it accessible for all, like everyone. Art supplies, craft supplies, all these things that, like that are like if you go to other places that are extremely expensive. When you come into our art- you can pay weekend like when you need, pay weekend i feel like that's like a thing especially with where we're located in in the exchange but yes we're located 312 william
1: avenue we um we also do have a lot of kind of online presence right now too so while we have our physical depot location we're also providing curbside pickup through our website so people are welcome to head down there which is www.artsjunction which is junk.mb.ca and so you can order supplies again at the take what you need pay what you can rate you simply go click on the tab that says curbside pickup up at the top of the menu and then we we can work within our capacities to meet you at where you're at with what you're needing and with what we have in our depot so we love connecting in that way we also do have an online store which has incredibly discounted uh materials as well so that's a way of accessing our materials even though right now we're kind of we're we're close to the public with the with the current health orders
0: oh so cool yeah I, yeah uh, totally forgot that you guys had an online store so that's super neat yeah yeah. So everybody, please go and hit them up and get the online store.
2: And so you've been with Arts Junction for three years now. So you've seen what the transition was like with your day-to-day historically and how you've had to adapt with the whole pandemic. So what exactly was that transition like? Obviously, the restrictions were waves there for a while, kind of tightening and loosening and So Mm -hmm. what was that all like?
1: Well, maybe I'll hand it to Lou because they've always been more of the day-to-day operations. But I'll say that when the pandemic first hit, we had to figure out a way to pivot very quickly. (laughs) And so we've never done crafting kits before, but that was kind of the the first main pivot. Um, and that was a lot of fun. We, we just recognized that there was a need for folks to have something to do for our materials to find ways out from our physical space into, into folks' hands. And that was, that was really fun and something that we still carry on with, um, maybe a little bit less than we initially did, but it's still something that brings us a lot of joy and fun.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so were you switching back and forth as the restrictions were listening?
1: we kind of stayed closed like we've kept our doors closed pretty much the whole time we've started by doing moments where we would begin taking appointments for for folks to come in individually to shop in the space but we found it really difficult because it's almost like the way that you you parouse through all of our materials in the space just isn't conducive to cleaning like I know the real joy of being in the space and almost something that's like you're not able to help yourself from just like rummaging through bins and so as the pandemic progressed we realized that that it just wouldn't be sustainable for us as a small team to be able to manage all of the cleaning that would have to happen for us to be open to the public Um, but we've done Different things like when the weather was good in the summer, as Cade will remember, we had baking hot yard sales in our courtyard. <laughs> and we tried to have courtyard crafternoons craft and free activities, but it just felt as though at that point, like last summer, that folks were still just too reticent to gather. Um, and so so we've we've pretty much kept our doors closed and done things remotely instead of having to jump back and forth forth and make new announcements about about how we would be navigating um, but we're really 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 looking forward to this summer again where we can start doing our external programming we have a partnership with the south osborne farmers market which is an amazing group of humans who run that and vend through them and so we'll be there bi-weekly throughout the summer and then we will also be doing some outdoor programming in our courtyard
0: oh super sweet yeah. Yes. Yeah, so exciting to look forward to. Yeah, I can attest that those kits were extremely fun to make. Like imagine coming into work and you're putting together um, art kits. So just yeah, that was fun. An, an absolute dream, and they were <laughs> awesome. How many? How many did you guys end up putting together? I know that it was, you know, a huge amount that you had put together for the community. But if you have that number or an estimate.
1: Um, we put together, I, I, my guess, my running total right now would be around 5,000. Um, but that's, that's give or take. Yeah, it was a little, it was pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so much all handmade, all put together. That's so crazy. That's awesome.
3: Yeah. It was really fun.
1: Easy breezy,
3: you know, easy breezy.
0: (laughs) And it speaks to like how, how much the community needs it too. Like that number, it's not a small number. So that speaks to just how much. It's needed and wanted in our communities.
1: Certainly. We, we got a lot of feedback from folks throughout the pandemic. who who would order continually with us. In specific, there's a repeat customer who let us know that, you know, during the pandemic, there's somebody living with a disability and they weren't able to leave for health reasons, like leave their apartment. And then they were living with a parent who passed away during the pandemic as well. And so they let us know that, these kits were really keeping them kind of mentally well during a really challenging time. And, you know, that was far from the only example of people letting us know how meaningful these were, especially because we offered them a sliding scale. So, so we were able to provide free mental health activities for people to get creative with in their isolation, and and I think that was really something that kept folks going. You know, throughout this time, it's it's so challenging to be isolated for so many different reasons. And as you kind of mentioned, Kate, in the beginning, there where we really focus on harm reduction, and that's one way that we know that we can provide some support to folks.
0: Oh man, that is so heartfelt. That is an amazing story to hear. Just speaks to the impact that things like this have in the community and how much they're needed i know lou Mm -hmm. was talking about the location that you guys are at which is in the exchange district on william Mm -hmm. which i know that in winnipeg here and around the exchange, it's home to a lot of people that deal with marginalization. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that, especially due to the nature of your your work that you guys do down there, you do deal with helping a lot of people in the marginalized communities, providing mm-hmm. for them, you know, providing that safe space, having a place that they can come to. And so I want to sort of touch on that and kind of ask a little personally how how that experience has been working in, in the community within sort of some of your biggest challenges as well as uh as well as takeaways like what have been been some of your biggest lessons you know working in the city and providing for people in the nature of the work you do uh,
3: yeah i feel like i mean just going off uh, like being a person of color being trans and like the work that i do is so intentional and also i love our Junction. i i love what we stand for i think it's come as you are I've been working at Art instruction for a couple of years now, and it's just like the people were so unique. And I think it's so important to, like, there's no, you're, you're coming as you are. And I feel like when we talk about harm reduction and when we, when we talk about arts and craft supplies and how that's accessible to to folks, especially in a neighborhood that like heavily justified area, I feel like I love Art and because. People come as they are. and I feel like for me like the beauty of it, ugh, people just want to express themselves. People want to be able to like be creative and all of these things. Our Shunghin, when we were open, like we are open, yes, we are open. but I feel like when folks they know that they can come and grab like a, a canvas, they can come and um, any color paint. And I feel like that was such a, the beauty of our assumptions, people would get shunned away. And I feel like we need to emphasize harm reduction and come as you are and all these things, especially in the exchange district.
1: I think like, I think what Lou, like an example of that, of what Lou's talking about is, is when we're open, we have a maker space and that space is dedicated to providing space for people as kind of a studio of sorts. So you can grab, like Lou was saying, a canvas and paint, produce something and then take it home with you. You can go out on the street and sell it. You can do whatever you want all for for free. And I think like, especially where Lou's talking about gentrification, I think it's really difficult to find an affordable studio. And so that's something that we try to provide support for as well. And I think, you know, we've tried to emulate that throughout the pandemic through different initiatives, for instance, recognizing the need for school supplies. So we did a school supply drive in September where we collected as much school gear as we could throughout the summer and then parceled it off to different women's centers and neighborhood associations throughout the city. And then we did the same thing too in the wintertime with this warmth drive where we made a call for yarn and textiles and then called for volunteers who wanted to knit or to sew or to create or crochet with. And then those folks knitted the recycled yarn into warm gear for people. And then that was handed out through different neighborhood associations, in particular through central neighborhoods, which is the neighborhood association for the neighborhood that we're in, but also through the North and Women's Resource Center, through North Point Douglas's Women's Resource Center, and so on and so on. And I think it's really meaningful to be able to provide free and accessible support through items that people need, right? So whether that's a way to earn an income, i.e. selling paintings or artworks on the street, Or whether that's, you know, warm gear to keep you going through the winter, right? Especially when you're in a lockdown, and it's difficult to navigate figuring out who's open and how to order, and then needing things like a credit card to order online, or thinking with like some of the barriers that are in place, with that so needing a computer to be able to order online a credit card you know maybe not having access to english as your first language for instance so i think you know we've both given these long long answers but there's some info for you
0: (laughs) no that's incredible no we love to hear it that is wow that is so amazing and you know truly truly amazing the just the amount of experiences that kind of you get working within within those communities and just the amount of uh memories that that are to be made so it's really awesome to hear
2: yeah thanks so for anyone just tuning in we've been talking to lou and helga from arts junction in the exchange district in winnipeg manitoba with people getting vaccinated and restrictions seeming like they're gonna start to loosen up in the near future what is the near future for arts junction looking like if you guys have been planning in that type of way or what's it looking like
1: Well, I would love to use this as a moment to to plug before it's even announced. Maybe by the time this comes out, it will have been. But we're hiring this summer for our Green Team and Canada Summer Works positions. So we're looking at expanding some of our digital content online. So you'll kind of have to stay tuned for those. and, And if this sounds like a place that you'd like to work, please come work with us. We're really excited. We've got free outdoor programming happening in our courtyard all summer long. So whether that's crafternoons or art hives uh, or workshops, we've got a lot kind of on that front. And we're also like, like I mentioned, we're going to be working out of the South Osborne farmers market and yeah, having some yard sales so you can, yeah, not so much rummage in person, but at least you'll be able to come and, and look at things because we have so much that it's hard to put it all online. (laughs) So that'll be really fun. So lots of outdoor activities for the meanwhile, and then hopefully with, like you're saying, with the vaccination rates, um, hopefully we'll be able to just have our doors open soon.
0: Yes, please, guys, go, go work there. I attest to it as literally like one of the best jobs I've ever had, if not the best. Oh. And yeah, just like amazing, amazing people, amazing energy, focused on the community. Focused on your well-being, your happiness, others' happiness and safety. And so just incredible. It's needed in our city. It's something that, you know, speaks more than words can kind of put to a concept. So thank you guys so much for that.
1: Oh, thanks, Cade.
0: Yeah, no worries. No worries. One question I did have that I'm not sure if I've ever figured it out, but I know the info's out there. When did Arts Junction start its operations? What was it like at the beginning? If you had any knowledge on that?
1: Lou is the knowledge keeper. So I'll hand it to you, Lou. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, arts junction started in two thousand seven. Yeah. So, Di, Di harms Melanie Hansen, Andrea Bell Stewart. They they're all teachers, and they collectively they were like really wanted to focus on the accessibility and focusing on like how arts should be accessible to all like everyone should be able to especially in schools Mm -hmm. and like so they really collectively they were like how do we focus on the redistribution the recycled materials and all these things how can we do our part to make sure that it's, that it's accessible to everyone. So they really, in 2007, they started that uh, collectively. Our section there was like one, it was like a drop-in classroom, and then it turned into a greater thing where they found a location in the exchange where they were able to gather more materials and recycle them, get them out to the community. And it, so, so now it's
0: skyrocketed. That's incredible to hear that.
1: Yeah, well, I think one of the things that is really important to note from that is that, um, you know, it's three educators who started this and I'm thinking about how underfunded education is and how teachers often have to pay out of pocket for materials to create with in their classrooms and how that just shouldn't exist. And it still does, even from 2007 onwards. And so I think they became a really nice resource for other educators to be able to you know, teach with, and then it extended out from there into the larger community.
0: That's awesome to hear. You know, 2007, that's already a couple years over a decade now. And yeah, it's awesome.
3: And I think like, it's just recognizing like, for me, uh, growing up and single parents household and not having funds to buy art supplies and to do all these things so I wish I knew about art section earlier like I wish I wish I, I knew about it because the thing is I love where we're going and like what's happening it should be like art like I wish art supplies were more accessible to folks especially um I, I just want to honor the fact that, like, Dai Harms and Melanie Johnson, Andrea, Bell like, they really were like, how do we recycle these materials? But also, how do we, like, make sure that, like, everyone can, like, have our supplies? And I feel like that's just something to think of where, like, I remember not being able to afford art supplies and they really just like took it upon themselves. Yeah, I feel like it's just honoring the folks that took the initiative, to be like, hey, we see something in this, the academic school system. We want to support folks, we want to figure this out and we want to make sure that like art supplies can be accessible,
0: yeah. Yeah, really great points. You know, totally, totally great points. It's something I relate to as well, just sort of as a, as a kid coming up. And, you know, I know a lot of children in Winnipeg areas go through uh, go through things and barriers and marginalizations. And so uh, something that I related to is just having access to those things in a community, making things accessible is so important uh, when people are growing. And, you know, even beyond that, when people are just uh, finding their communities and looking at their identities so it's just so, it's so incredible to hear. And I really, I really love to hear that. I can't um, talk enough good about you guys. Can't talk enough Aww. good about what Arts Junction does. And so I know that you guys provide so much for the community. You're located on William Avenue, uh, but what's something that uh, people can do to provide for you? Is there anything that um, people can do to support you right now uh, through the pandemic, throughout your, your new operations uh, that are coming up or plans? Uh, how can people support you guys?
1: Yeah, I think the number one way, of course, is through um, you know donating. If you like what we're doing and you want to be able to help us provide materials for folks who face financial barriers, you know we're always looking for donors and for people who you know can give a little bit when when they are uh, shopping through our store or through our curbside pickup, but also through donating to us. If you've got really great um, you know materials at home just collecting dust and and you'd like for those to have a new life that would be great you can reach out to us all of our contact information is on our website but it's the appointments at artsjunction.mb.ca and and you can support us by coming out to our events and and creating with us
0: yes do it do it everybody if you're listening do it (laughs) right now have
1: fun i swear it's fun
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys have been so incredible with the answers. Those have really provided, I think, a lot of depth and value for, for any listeners that are going to come and listen. And yeah, just so, so exciting and so refreshing as well to be able to get that boost of energy and hear sort of, you know, people in our city are constantly doing these things and knowing that it's just next door. So yeah, it's incredible.
1: Thank you so much for having us on and for creating this podcast. I think it's so, um, also just such such lovely and thoughtful questions. It's so nice to just be able to chat like this, and it's great that you're providing a platform for people engaging in community. Because I think, especially with the pandemic, it's easy to feel as though we're alone. But spaces like this that you're providing help us remember that that there's so much great work happening in the city. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Thanks so much. It was such a pleasure. I haven't met other of you in person before like Caden, but yeah, it's been great talking to you folks. One thing we like to do when we end off our podcasts, being that this is airing on the radio, is ask if you would have any interest in picking what song we would have playing after the interview. Do you have any songs either of you are really digging lately?
3: Oh, um, I feel like I'm really into Doja. Cat, kiss me more but like that's like my guilty pleasure so i
2: don't don't. yeah is that so is that a is that the pick
1: heck yes lose the dj here so i i follow their lead (laughs) (laughs) it's
3: such a good song
2: (laughs) thanks so much (laughs) for taking the time out of your day to come and talk to us Thank
1: you so much for having us again. Yeah, you guys take care. Can't wait to see you in person when we can be in person. Absolutely. Take care. So happy to be here. Take care. Yeah,
0: so, happy take care. To take care. Yeah, so happy to take care. This has been Engage 101.5 on UMFM with Arts Junction. We have Lou and Helga and your host, Kate Jones, Just Wait to please join us uh, next time for our next episode where we're engaging with the community. Thanks so much. Have a good night.